Well, we are back from the dead. Uh, I, I I think that's safe to say. This I I tweeted on on Friday when USC lost. Like this must have been what Lazarus felt like, you know, just kind of uh, against all odds. Here we are. You've got to deal with this for another month. How how are we feeling? Ohio State obviously just drew Georgia, which is is not ideal. Yeah, but. I, I think it's cool that God made a plan for us that in our first year's website, he would decide to enrich us personally, but also make all of us miserable uh, at every possible moment. It's a real. It's like it's yeah. a monkey's paw sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. We get like the biggest Ohio State Michigan game, it's probably the second biggest Ohio State Michigan game ever. And we also might may have a national championship game between the two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And we have the worst possible coach for it. It's Sean Cooper. Uh, no, sorry, I'm not trying to bitch at the start of the podcast. Yeah, we got Georgia, right? So we got we got Georgia, uh, Michigan, TCU. What are you guys thinking? What are the thoughts? Listen, I'm just happy to be here. Like it, at the end at the end of the day, like backing in like this, and the way that this season has gone, I think the way that like we talked all season before the Michigan game was like we were on a collision course with Georgia anyway. And so it's like, listen, if you're gonna back into the playoff. And you're going to get somebody like it makes sense that it's going to be Georgia. And if Ohio State's going to earn shit, like they're going to have to beat Georgia no matter what. So it's like it's whatever. If Ohio State was ever going to be what we thought it was going to be, they were going to have to beat Georgia. So they may as well do it in the first round. I'm just glad it wasn't Michigan in the first round because not because I'm scared to play in Michigan because I ain't. But that like like, that month long buildup, bro, that would not have been a fun time. Like dealing with those guys for four fucking weeks, I can barely deal with them one week out of it. Yeah, man, we would have died. <laughs> man. Yeah, I, I, Georgia's. I mean, Georgia's concerning, but I mean, it, which Georgia's showing up? You know, because I've seen some games where they look they look highly beatable. Now, if we're comparing them to the last, like if we're comparing last night's game, I don't know. That was slightly concerning last night. But it's house <laughs> money. Either Ryan Day ships up or he ships out. I mean, I I'm not yeah. gonna complain about the situation that I'm in. Because it's perfect. And people would be like, oh, well, you know, people went from one to fire. Oh, I still want to fire Ryan Day, but we got to go for this bum one more time. We're not yeah. going to fire him between now and Georgia. So if, if we've got a bum, then we got to fight for the bum. But if it goes Wouldn't that south, be crazy if they did? Wouldn't that be crazy <laughs> if we got it? <laughs> yeah. If Mike Vrabel just tagged in? <laughs> Urban yeah. running off the sideline, like, yeah. a, like a tag team match. Yeah, yeah. I love that. You know, vegan vegan grandpa keeps trying to cover zero. We might have to restrain Urban on the sidelines the next yeah. game. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking to me like, what is worse than Ohio State getting cooked by JJ McCarthy when he's like again still completes only like half of his passes, but somehow and that involves like several touchdown bombs. I think it's probably getting cooked by a walk on white quarterback and a white receiver uh, in a in a semi final. Best player is a tight end too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's gonna be smart running the segregation offense, and it's gonna turn into it's gonna turn into like thirty eight points on Deacon Grandpa's defense. I'm I'm sick about it already. I'm like, so the thing is though, like, I'm low key glad that they got stomped the way that they did because at least like it's it's very proven that running cover zero is just not gonna work. Like that's it's not gonna be a thing. They're not gonna be able to do that. And so like instead of Brock Bowers, instead of that somewhat working against Michigan, which it very well could have. You know, like JJ McCarthy, like throws a couple of those passes up like out to the sideline and Ohio State escapes with a victory. You know, maybe you've got Jim Knowles thinking like, oh, I bet we can do this to Georgia. You can't do that to Georgia. Like you can't, you can't put 
Brock Bowers in man-to-man coverage and hope that your cornerback can hold with him for, you know, two and a half seconds. And that's just not going to happen. So at least we've kind of gotten that out of the way early. So like, I'm damn sure we're not going to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I tend to agree. Uh, I, I think, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the defense I'm actually not that concerned about Ohio state. That, that was a really bad game from them. I think they just had some busts at the worst possible moment, but like, I, I don't doubt vegan grandpa's ability as a coach. Like, you know what I mean? That's not really my concern here. Like I, I think he had a terrible game that was compounded by some guys who don't really make many mistakes, making mistakes. Yeah. They just looked a lot worse than it, it should have. So I, I think the defense will be fine, but as always, the question to me is like, is Ryan Day going to manage to finally put up 30 points on a top 10 team for like the third time ever? And I think yeah. the answer is, I mean, probably no, right? Like Missouri think- and Kent State each managed 22 <sighs> points against Georgia. Can Ohio State top that? Can we get 22 against these guys? Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. Ryan, Day, Ryan Day said something like this week I saw, I think it was Lum Warriors that had the little Instagram graphic, but he was talking about how like, you know, from now on, like we're going to go at people. Which, you know, if it's like you say, I would love to see it. But I haven't seen something like a complete yeah. rend- like a complete revamp of the offense after one game. Since I was going back to like, what was it, 2005? Probably a little before your guys' time. But uh, we went to Penn State with Troy. We had Troy Smith, uh, Ted Ginn, Anthony Gonzalez, and we put up like 10 fucking points. Yep. And <laughs> Jim Trestle got up there after the game. He said that wasn't good enough. We're going to go at teams. And they went at teams, basically ran the table all the way until Florida. So hopefully we can get something similar like that because we have to decide what we are. Like Ryan Day has to decide. We need an identity. And I, to me, I say we just say, fuck, go air raid. Fuck it. Go air raid. If we're going to win, put our put the ball in the best hands of our best players. And right now that's Stroud and Marvin Harrison. And maybe if we get JSN back, he's been talking all this shit on Instagram yeah, so, we got to talk about that. I want to. I want to. I was going to bring that up. Uh, that to me is the biggest is the biggest indicator that they just learned nothing from that game. Like, like the idea that like you know all like there's there's I won't name names. That's going to actually like the people who are posting it. But there's been a couple of like Ohio State beat types who are just posting stories about how the mindsets totally changed inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. And these guys have really learned from their mistakes. And then like you know one hour later, JSN's going back and on forth on Instagram with Dave Portnoy of all people. <laughs> he's a great player he's never been involved in beating michigan once in his life yep no and he has no idea and he clearly has no idea what it takes if he thinks like you know i to me it's like oh you don't want that it's it's the same thing like oh we look we lost last we lost last year to michigan in 221 in 221 we're just going to be mad about it and because we're mad about it and we're getting angry then like that anger is going to carry us over the threshold. When in reality, they went into a knife fight and then got mad and then fucking were dazed when the guy threw another counter punch. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I've talked myself into it because that's what fandom is all about is denying <laughs> the reality and riding for your team. And I will convince myself that Ryan Day is not a three-legged fucking donkey. But it's going to be tough, man. I mean, the way they're talking, if they go out and they lay another, I mean, it'll fit the agenda perfectly, but it's not going to make it. It's not going to be sitting there enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I I know I just sound depressed on these podcasts all the time, but like I have not felt any joy from this team since like 2019. Yeah. Like Clemson. That was about it. I guess Clemson. Yeah. 2020 Clemson. I felt a lot of joy. That's true. That's that's fair enough. That's it. Yeah, that that was pretty much the only time. 
Yeah, I mean, 2021, Michigan State was cool or whatever, but, like, I didn't really care. It's Michigan State. We're supposed to beat them. Yeah. That's our birthright. We wake up expecting to beat Michigan State and everything. Beat Notre Dame is pretty fun. Yeah, the way that uh, they did it, the, the fourth quarter I mean, of Notre Dame like, was cathartic. But that that yeah, that final touchdown drive was pure catharsis. Just like being in that, like the everyone around you. I don't know, you guys weren't in the shoe for it, right? You guys were, no. out, but but like you could just feel the whole stadium, like that sigh of relief at the same time. Like everyone around you was like celebration. Oh, like at the same time, like, it, it was it was a. I mean, that was a great feeling, but like I wouldn't call that joy. I guess. Um, I don't know, man. It's a pretty soulless team right now. Like, I, my expectations are pretty low. Obviously, I, I use no my. Th- I don't think my thoughts on Ryan Day are a secret to anybody at this point. Uh, it'd be great. It, it'd be cool if they won. Uh, obviously, I'm hoping for that. Uh, you know, I think that that Ohio State definitely has the players to beat Georgia, and I think Georgia has shown weaknesses at several points. But uh, is Ryan Day going to outcoach Kirby Smart? Uh, I would bet my life against it. I would. I would bet anything in my bank account. He'd, no, he's not going to do that. Yeah, I, I think. I think my thing is like against all odds they're slipping into this a college football playoff this season as an underdog a decisive underdog that nobody really respects and i didn't think that that was going to be possible this year like i i didn't think that there is a shot in hell that ryan day or anybody was going to be able to play up that like you're an underdog go make a play go shock the world like they can play up that shock the world narrative and maybe that'll finally get the team going that they are an underdog nobody expects shit from them and stuff like that and so i don't know i i think on yeah. some i think on some level like that sounds like raw raw shit that like doesn't matter but on some level like that team has been missing that the past the, you know, those are also the only times in the guys in history they win titles yeah you know what i mean like when they, they have to have that hundred exactly yeah um I mean, that's historically the way it's gone for them that every time, you know, you, you go all the way back to the, I mean, obviously the 2014 team losing JT, uh, that, that, and, you know, uh, Braxton, uh, 20, 2002 team was obvious. The super sophomores, you can go back to that tradition. Yeah. Like there's, there's so many times they haven't been expected to win. They pulled out titles. I, does this qualify to you? Does a team like fucking up the bag and then getting a chance again? Does that count as being? <laughs> is that like if, the, they uh... win, if they win for sure? Yeah, because okay. yeah, I, good point. Good point. I, we'll fit the narrative either way. I think I think that's exactly <laughs> what could have and maybe potentially even would have happened in 2015. You know, had they lost to Michigan State and really like got embarrassed in that game, even if it was a close game, like that was an embarrassing loss. The way that it happened, they just couldn't do anything. I think if that team sneaks sneaks into the playoff, it's a super dangerous team that could potentially win the playoff. And so, like, I think that this time people are really discrediting this Ohio State team because of the the final score of the Michigan game. But like, if you watched it, Ohio State quit and like you can't simultaneously yeah. say that Ohio State quit in that game and that it was like worse than last year. In my mind, that this loss is not worse than last year's loss. This loss was a I mean, there were a series of things that went wrong. And I don't know. It's it like I feel I feel more I feel better about this team putting it together after what I saw against Michigan than I did last year. Last year, I wanted no part of playing Michigan again. This year, I'd take it. You know, I'd roll the dice on that again. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, shit. I mean, if, if we're playing Michigan, it means we have a chance for national championship. So, of course, I'm going to take it, right? Like, I'm not, like, I think it is cowardly to say, like, oh, I don't, you know, Ohio State doesn't deserve to be there. I don't, I don't want to see these guys against Michigan. Like, I hate that mindset. I mean, like, that's just, I'll never support that. I mean, well, I, I think they're going to lose if they play them, but I still want the chance. I, I just don't. Like, I, I don't yeah. think that's true. Like, I, I'm terrified of Georgia. Like, I think Georgia is an infinitely better football team than than Michigan is. 
But like, I just, yeah. I, I wanted the Michigan draw one because it would be hilarious. And two, like, I think Ohio state could beat Michigan if they played them again. Maybe that's arrogance. Like maybe that's just, but like, no, re- I know what you mean. Like, like watching I mean, and rewatching that game. Like last year they pushed Ohio state around and they dominated every single play, even if they weren't breaking away for touchdowns or anything like that. Yeah. This year it was like, not if, the same way. Yeah. If, if, state if you, if you if, the and game. like, yeah. like I'm going to qualify this because like, I don't want to sound like a dumbass because these plays counted like these, they, they definitely mattered. But if you erase sure. the like three big plays, like if JJ McCarthy misses a deep, deep receiver or there's not a broken tackle on that third down, like it's a completely different game. Yeah. And I believe the stat is that like seven, it's like over 300 yards of their offense came from five plays yeah. or something like that. And if you yeah. get rid of even one or two of those, like that's it's it's a completely yeah. different game. And like, obviously, that's a game of what ifs. And I'm not going to do that. But like it, it does come into what ifs if you're playing this team again, you know, like if you're rolling the dice again, that does matter. I've gone back and forth on this idea. Part of me agrees with you. Like the logical part of my brain is like Ohio State for the first three quarters it was just the better team. Uh, and then they just quit and tapped out. You know, I won't get into why. Uh, but like, you know, they should have the advantage of more talented, yada, yada. Logically, I agree with that. But the other part of my head is like, it didn't matter how many advantages we had by being a better team and kind of what the players were doing, because like, it's just a coach who is built to fail against this team. Yeah. And it's just, it's constitutionally incapable of beating them. Uh, so like, that's what I got, I've gone back and forth on is like, does my hatred and, and like, uh, does my just disregard for Ryan day outweigh like my, uh, my knowing ball status. Yeah. I think it does. And, I mean, <laughs> and, and that's, that's totally fair because like, you still have to take last year into account, like the way that they just got out coached and outplayed last year too. Like it, yeah. it all compounds, but like just schematically the, the people like I, I get the narrative and stuff like that, but schematically, if you're looking at this game, like, I don't know how you could like sincerely have watched this game and like get, I don't know. I, I just, I think there's a legit chance. So. Yeah. Uh, um, well, shit, you guys want to talk about Michigan TCU? I, I, Michigan loses. Yeah. Michigan, oh, my God. If Michigan loses and we somehow beat Georgia, I, man, I, that God, would be, my, God might be back. It would, yeah. it would be the, the dream scenario is obviously Ohio State beating Georgia and then beating Michigan, but it would be almost equally funny, maybe funnier. If Michigan lost to TCU, Ohio State beat Georgia, and then Ohio State beat TCU for a national title. I I have no problem with that. It'd be so funny. The Michigan fan base has, like, the last couple years now, they've been just like, man, we're just happy to be here. Like, it's crazy this program's back, and we're doing X, Y, and Z. Like, it's just exciting to be back in the ring again. But now, like, a lot of their fans that we interact with because of the website – are starting to talk about like national championship hopes and like they re- like like they're like well look Georgia's vulnerable like we've got a great team we're a tough team this year we can hang with anybody look what we did to Ohio State like they're starting to get that belief in them so if they were to lose the TCU which again I don't think will happen I don't think TCU is, is capable of doing that but like man if it did oh uh, it'd be so funny it'd be one of the funniest things to ever happen even I mean, if we insane. even if we both lose the first round to me that's a bigger loss for Michigan. In the sense that, like, even though they beat us, even though they had the yeah. most decisive win, you couldn't even get further when the when the play actually mattered than the team that you allegedly said sucked to begin with. You yeah. still went out in the first round of the playoffs, and you had the more favorable matchup. So, like, to me, the dream scenario is they almost lose in the first round. As much as I would love to beat them in the national title game, I mean, that way you're you're not taking any loss of you're not taking any risk of losing to them. 
Yeah. In the title. I, I think and that oh my but dude, that the build up alone. Like I'm just not prepared physically, mentally, spiritually for it. Yeah. I think I think the comparison to make here is that this TCU team is that 2014 Oregon team. Uh, but the difference is Michigan is not 2014 Florida State. We are 2014 Florida State. Uh <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I but I think that's the comparison to make. Like TCU's a quality football team that can beat some really good teams. But I think Michigan's probably like they're just not gonna fuck around in that game. They're just gonna kind of they're gonna shorten the game. They're gonna press their advantages when they can. And like I think they're just gonna they're probably just gonna sit on TCU. Also, you got I don't know how much of you guys heard me talk about this on flipping the field, but uh I am just the idea that Sonny Dykes could be karmically rewarded for leaving his crosstown rival to go to the other one uh, by winning a national championship at TCU just can't be allowed to happen. Simply, simply could not be allowed to happen. Uh, that man is a traitor of all traitors. I, I think. I mean, he, even him. if he beats me, they're lo- I mean, they're losing. It, it'd be I insane. Think, you would think. I guess if they did get, you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what do I care? I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think I think we're all in agreement here that Michigan's probably going to beat TCU pretty comfortably, right? Does does Michigan or does TCU have a better chance of beating Michigan or does Ohio State have a better chance of beating Georgia? Mm. I mean, you just have to take Michigan over TCU, right? No, I, I meant I meant I meant TCU, like of the underdogs. Who yeah, has yeah, yeah. Chance I'm of this game. Hmm. I mean, SP Plus would say that Ohio State does, or like the analytics say Ohio yeah. State does. Yeah, I mean the thing is, you can talk yourself pretty easily into like I, a see, plausible win state for Ohio State. You know, yeah. like you can see the path to get there. It's just like they have to execute in this shit they've not executed consistently. But like, it's, if you've seen the pieces. Yeah, right. it's very funny to me because my my reaction is like, I can see a way that Ohio State beats Georgia, and then equally, I can see a way that Michigan shits the bed and loses to TCU. But I don't like. I don't think it would be TCU going out and like being awesome or anything like that but like yeah. michigan michigan i mean is- yeah the answer is just that like, like their receivers who haven't had explosives all season except for one game and their backup running back doesn't have two explosives like if they just don't get five random explosive plays they've never gotten the whole year you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah and, and i don't know it's it, it's just interesting I'll, I'll tune in i think the the games could be potentially interesting or they could be complete blowouts i i, I wouldn't be shocked like however this turns out and I don't know. Yeah. I, I just do you think that I mean, obviously they, they put TCU at three and they um kept Ohio State at four, which meant that Alabama really didn't have a shot. Do you think that Alabama should have been considered or should have had a shot no. for the you don't no. no, it was just total. They needed they needed something to fill airtime. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah, I, that that's kind of I, I tend to think that too. Um, I was worried. I was worried they were going to try to do it, but the way that they the analysts were talking as soon as the show started, they're like, "Yeah, we're pretty sure it's going to be TCU." I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I, that that's what it is then. But which is hilarious because that's not how anybody has been talking the past like forty eight hours or whatever. But yeah, you just. I mean, I think the answer is just anyone talking about Bama as a playoff team just totally dismiss them. Yeah. Uh, also, someone else made this point. I, I'm stealing from somebody, and I forget who tweeted it. So apologies for not crediting here. But uh, someone pointed out that it's a lot different to rank Alabama fifth when it's like determining which New Year's Six Bowl they go to over Tennessee at six or as a head-to-head win over them than it is to put Alabama in the playoff over Tennessee when they have the same record and Tennessee won head-to-head, uh, which is a valid point. I think that's something uh, something I saw that I thought was pretty correct. But no, I mean, Alabama was never going to be considered. They shouldn't be considered. They, like Their best win is 
in Mississippi State or Texas. Like they, like they don't have, you know, they have like two wins in the twenties. Like I, I just don't, they don't have any teams. I don't care about them. Um, they're losers. Yeah, yeah. I I think I I was, I don't know. It was it was very bizarre, just yeah. seeing seeing the number of people that were stumping for Alabama. It's like, like you lost two games. Like I don't know. Yeah. I, don't lose twice. Yeah. That's the rule every year. Just don't lose twice. And I, I, I Pat, Pat Murphy or not Pat Murphy. Um, our, our own Patrick had yeah, a, Maybe had a may, Yes. Um, God, we're, we're going to have to talk about Pat Murphy's tweet yesterday. Anyway, oh, in, yeah. in reference to that, that that's what, that's, that's why it's stuck in my head. Cause we got to talk about both. Um, but Pat Mayhorn tweeted something about like, isn't it hilarious that like every year they talk about two like sneaking a two loss team in there and it's literally never happened in the entire history of the playoff yet every single every single playoff show they're like oh is this going to be the year and it never is but yeah. I mean, they're, they're good at it they're, they're good at it and at the end of the day there's only so many teams you can talk about even possibly having the chance oh yeah that but you yeah. did like the Alabama stuff yeah it makes sense but I I loved back to the Pat Murphy thing if you haven't seen his tweet my god it was so funny he was, i'll pull it up verbatim so we have it he was what, getting flamed it? and he doubled down too like he like explained his thought process and like i i don't think i've ever seen somebody just get like so clearly just flamed like what the hell are you talking about like it was like the biggest ratio i've ever seen but ryan's gonna read it if you pull it up yeah he said i'm still not confident in saying ohio state is definitely in the hashtag cfb playoff after usc's loss you have that hashtag there uh, it makes sense to me, but as I've said multiple times this year, this committee loves Alabama. Going to be an interesting Sunday. Uh, what else did he say? He had he had a follow up tweet that said, uh, "I actually don't have the follow up tweet." Um, oh, I don't think it makes sense, but Bama's resume could, in theory, improve if LSU wins the SEC championship slash looks good, and Michigan does not. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just saying nothing is a lock right now. Was never going to happen, dude. Uh, yeah. Why would LSU, who beat Alabama, having an SEC championship make Alabama? They still lost to them. They, they, they didn't beat that team. It, it's not becoming a better win. It's becoming a less terrible loss. Like that's the. I uh, yeah. What a, insane people. The, people the just logic like, was like neither of those teams could improve their resume, and he's like, I think Alabama is going to hop Ohio State. Insane. I mean, there's just like certain things that the people talk themselves into, like. I think most people on college football internet are aware, like when the, the TV show talking heads are just like doing shit to be talking heads. But every once in a while you find people who like actually buy into it. Your your Pat Murphy's, your Sam Blocks, like those kind of guys. Uh, and it's, it's crazy, dude. It's a different kind of brain. I don't really understand how you come to that conclusion, but yeah. it's also the same guy who was like horny tweeting about Aaron Andrews, like 2017, like, <laughs> I don't even want to cut that. I don't care if we say I, I'm fine to not cut it. I don't really care. He's not going to hear this. And if he does, who gives a fuck? Uh, it, like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's a weird, I don't know, man. There's a weird ecosystem of, of certain kinds of bloggers out there that I don't really get what they're doing. I don't get their whole thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure people say that about us too. So hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. But the good thing is people say you should always throw stones in glass houses. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's how, that's how you get that's how you get an internet beefs, and that's that's my mana. That's why I wake mm. up is so that I can argue yeah. with strangers online. Come on. Yeah, I'm uh I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for the next. 
don't know. Next month or so. I, it, I, like, it, obviously, dude, if I'm just so thankful for it, like this next month, I having to talk yourself into anything that isn't the playoffs. Just stop. Like I don't yeah. the, like the Rose Bowl. Who care? The Peach Bowl. Fuck it. Like Citrus, get it out of here. Like yep. I don't care. The playoffs, it's the playoffs or die. And this, I mean, now that it's expanded in Ohio State, it pretty much never miss the playoffs again. But I mean, what good fortune. What good fortune. I mean, like I mean, like I said on Twitter, that was the worst six days <laughs> I have had as an Ohio State fan, probably in my entire life, at least since 1999. You know, so we're living large, man. It's just it's it's a blessing. And it came back so quick. I couldn't believe. I thought it was gonna at least take, you know, a couple minutes after the end of the game. But yeah, I was already re-emotionally in the se- re-emotionally invested in the season during oh. like quarter three of the USC game. You know what I'm emotional in, DJ? Home field apparel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm emotionally invested in the fine T-shirts and vintage collegiate apparel, home field apparel. Uh, they have gear for all four college football playoff teams and like 100 and some other teams too. A whole lot of teams on there If you if you like any kind of I mean, there's schools from D1, D2, D3, FBS, FCS. You got NA, IA. You got uh, you got a bunch of schools in there. You probably got some Canadian schools, I'm pretty sure. All kinds of stuff on there. Go buy some collegiate apparel from Home Field Apparel. And use the code uh, Meet it Midfield for 15% off your first order. If you haven't ordered yet, you are letting us down and you are fucking up our bag. So if you're listening to this podcast and you are you are too broke to buy a Home Field Apparel, please unsubscribe to the podcast. No, just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> go buy some Home Field Apparel gear. And uh, yeah, and also subscribe to meet at midfield.com. Um, I, I got to give a shout out on, the, on that front. I showed up uh, to a to Barley's Brew Brewing or whatever in Columbus. We went to watch the Ohio State or the Ohio State, the United States and Netherlands game yesterday morning. I showed up and uh, my friend Mason, meet at midfield subscriber, is sitting there rocking a, a Utah Utes hoodie and after okay. after Friday nights. And I was like, you just had that ready to go. Like, like it's not like he went he couldn't have gone and purchased that. Like he just had a Utah Utes home field apparel hoodie just ready to go for, for rooting purposes. And so like, you never know, this is, this is why you need to stock your closet. You never know which team you're going to have to root to root for, to get the local yeah. team into the playoffs. So you just need, I, I mean, I'm advocating for, 100 is it 131 fbs teams you need 131 different different shirts at least to to be able to root or celebrate any any given team so just be prepared have that closet loaded and make sure to use that meet at midfield uh, coupon code yeah hell yeah um it's true man you never like there's like you said there's just so many teams you never know who you're rooting for strange bedfellows in college football all the time yeah, I mean, um, how, how awesome would you feel if in back in 2007, after Michigan lost to Appalachian State, you could just pop on an Appalachian State Mountaineers shirt and yeah. walk down the street? And home field apparel will allow you to do that. Just load your closet. I also, uh, I, I did get a message from one of our friends and subscribers uh, that uh, he was recognized wearing home field apparel in public uh, this week. And there's a story attached to it. I think you guys will find amusing. I forgot to tell you that I cannot tell on the air. Uh, but I, I think uh, you guys will, I'll, I'll tell it afterwards. I, I can't possibly tell it on the air, but it was great. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Um, overall, DJ, to get back to what you were saying about this kind of, we're coming out of the woods here a little bit uh, in just terms of not being miserable anymore about just, you know, Michigan ending the season. 
Yeah. I mean, it's good to have an opportunity, right? Even if like you're not particularly positive on the team's chances, it's just nice to have something to talk about, a game to talk about, something to look forward to. Who gives a fuck about the bowl games? Like the people who are like bowl game fans, I don't understand the people who become that kind of college football fan. I I guess I I get it. Like maybe if if you just want an excuse to like just lay around your house and like not do anything except binge eat, you know, oh I'll watch them. Calories? No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I like the bowl games existing. I'm saying, but there's a certain kind of fan who thinks like the The bowl games are the are like the most important thing in college football, and that to me is or like. The guys who like do their own bull projections that like like they don't use the Brett McMurphy ones or whatever, you know, other they like are making their own bull projections every week. That is a new kind of insanity to me. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. It's they're the people who like are against playoff expansion because it's going to hurt the bowl games more or the people yeah. I've seen. I've seen insane takes that they want to go back. To and the by BCS the way, all the, the guys doing more. that. Yeah. Whenever Stu Mandel and all of his like people are, were doing that a couple years ago. It's just because they get nice gifts from the bowl games. Like that's all that's all you have to think about is like the media suites are nicer at bowl games than they are in a regular game. Right. That's so, the only reason they're doing this. So if you're a regular guy that's trumpeting those takes that are like paid for essentially, yeah. What are you doing? Like what do you get from the bowl games? Like yeah. you're just watching a shitty game. On, like, you're being one of like the Tesla reply guy accounts that are like, you know what I mean? Like responding to Elon Musk and saying his manufacturing problems aren't actually that bad or whatever. Right. That's yeah. who you are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I'm not I don't hate ball games. I'll I'll watch most of them. In fact, I'll I'll turn them on, and it's a great thing to do during the the holiday season or whatever. But like, nah, it, expand the playoff. You could get rid of most of the games if you expand the playoff, and I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. Give, give me more games that matter. The bowl games don't matter. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, especially now with like you know, kind of the um, of course the opt outs ongoing, which is justified for the players. They shouldn't play in them, you know, yada, yada, the whole deal. Uh, coaches being fired earlier. There's a lot of reasons not to watch the bowl games. Uh, but yeah, an expanded playoff will uh, absolve a lot of that. It also is going to make most of conference championship weekend interesting, if not all of it, because we'll have stuff to actually care about instead of like two or three games mattering. Um, it's great. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I love it. And honestly, like I'm even a fan of the opt outs because it makes those games a lot more fun too. Really unpredictable. Yeah, it's like a spring like practice. Yeah. yeah. You're seeing like a third string quarterback playing like, I don't know, like a five-star freshman that hasn't really played. Like, it's awesome. I love it. Like, do that more. I do, I do love forming permanent opinions on players from either bowl games or like uh, spring practice game, the spring game. That is the best feeling in the world is like to see a guy have one bad pass in a spring game or something. Like, this guy fucking sucks. Got to get him out of here. I need to look for a transfer right now. Yeah. Got to get this guy gone. Well, also, sometimes you're right, though. Because do you remember how awesome yeah. Tommy Eichenberg looked in the Rose Bowl? And everyone was like, oh, that was fucking weird. And now here we yeah. are. So True. Alternatively, remember everyone doing the same thing for Kate Stover? Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> hey, he did look good on a couple runs, catching runs this year. You got to give old yeah. Farmer Gronk that. Uh, yeah. I mean. I mean, he shit the bed in one true. game. But, but. He had, yeah, had he had a pretty bad down the stretch run, I would say. He was kind Maybe. of, I mean, have you ever seen a worse blocking tight end at Ohio State? For for his size, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. he's, he's worse like, than Jeff Hireman. And yeah, Jeff Hireman spent his free time hanging out with Lisa Ann. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, Barbara Grogue's supposed to be lifting bales of hay or whatever. Yeah. So I, I guess, I guess that's proof that uh, Farmer Gronk needs to spend more time with, uh, Porn stars with, yeah. with, with porn stars, yeah. Uh, just yeah. or or Urban's daughter. 
that's the other one. Yeah, or, mm-hmm. or we need to get Trump back in office for him. You know, that's probably like, guys like yeah. him and Biden's America. They can't really, you know, it's hard to True. concentrate on football when your country's getting ripped. Yeah, he has spent too much time cheering on. Studs. He's too busy supporting to make sure they're breaking down the rail worker strike. He's, he's spending too much time on that, not in the film room. Uh, God, I don't know. And I, I bet I, I also do like just in terms of. It helped, dude. I really think something happened. What happened? Do we know what happened during the bye week? Because I for, I forget who had an article. I was reading this week talking about like Ohio State has not been the same team offensively speaking, basically since the bye week. And a lot of people were postulating that like Stroud has been dinged up. He got dinged up at some point. He hasn't been the same. I don't think that's true. I I think I, I, I think I, it could be some wish casting too. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Schematically, it has been a lot different, but I think the real difference is that they like jumped the shark trying to make the run game more creative. Yeah, they they, they heard problems with their tendencies, and they were just like trying to break tendencies on every play now, and they were trying to build riffs off of riffs off of riffs, and yeah. just like the playbook got too like like uh like Ramsey said in his article, right? It became the cheesecake factory menu. That was the playbook, and they just they developed too many kind of uh, uh riffs on their ongoing riffs, and just it's not good. It's it's um. Yeah, I don't know. The philosophy definitely got way too uh, way too out of whack, but I am curious to see what they rolled out against Georgia. I mean, I don't know. Once every five times, Ryan Day just strikes gold in a game plan. Like if you if you make him play a good team five times, he'll show up prepared once. So oh, and, uh, and when and when he, when he does though, he just pantses the team. That's yeah. the funniest part. Like because they're a front running bully team. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, you, you can't forget when they absolutely demolished Michigan in 2019, too, because that wasn't a yeah. terrible Michigan team. But like, I don't know, like or, or, yeah, and people do run. And I'm guilty of it, too. People forget about that win or or um the 2019 Cincinnati, which looked really good in hindsight, too. That was Cincinnati's only loss of the regular season, I think, too. Like there's a few times when like Ryan Day showed up against a legitimately good team and just ran them off the field. And like Clemson too, that game was nowhere close, like the 2020 Clemson game. So like it's possible. We just haven't seen it in a very long time and we haven't really seen it this season. So like I'm not really sure it's going to happen. But like if they put together a game plan with the athletes that they have, like it's entirely possible that this team can beat or blow out anybody. Yeah, and you're playing you're yeah. playing with house money. He's got nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Your team sucks. You're even your own fans are half expecting you to get blown out. You and, know, it's a it's a hell of a stage. Right. If you want th- to prove down. Well, that's home. that's actually an interesting question, though. The idea of him having nothing to lose. Could they play badly enough that he does actually get fired? I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. But do you think there's a like if they go out there and get pants like 42 to nothing? So so my thing if he gets my, his 2016 Clemson game. Yeah. My sorry. thing is is I think people are misconstruing kind of what I mean when like I like call for Ryan like a problem with Ryan Day or like think that I don't want Ohio State to just fire him and then have a like open search for another coach. Yeah. I think that's insane. I I would not do that. He's not bad I enough agree. to do that. I would do it if you got Vrabel or maybe even fickle to say, yes, I will come in and be like, if you have one of those guys lined up, that's fine. But I don't think that he's done anywhere near bad enough for you to just ax him and then see what happens afterwards. Yeah. Christ, we're not hiring Matt Campbell. I'll tell you that. Right. It's, it's not getting down to that point. We're not. Yeah. I mean, right. And and, and that, that's the thing that, that people, when you say like fire Ryan day, it's like, well, no, I don't want to just fire Ryan day and then hold interviews for a head coach. Like, I have guys in mind who I think maybe could take the head coaching job. If Vrabel or Fickle really don't want the job, then let's ride it out a couple of years. You know, like yeah. I, 
I'm not ready to just ax him. And from that perspective, unless Vrabel is like ready to walk through the door or something like that, which might be true, to be clear. Um, yeah. I don't know. But don't you think that Fickle would say yes no matter what? Like, isn't the point kind of moot because Luke Fickle would say yeah? Like, if Luke Fickle was the president of the United States and they offered him the job to come back to Ohio State, he would leave office. I mean, it depends on how bitter he is about them giving the, the job today in the first place and how much he's harbored that. I mean, maybe he wants to stick it down Gene Smith's throat. You know, now that he's gotten into position where he's going to be playing Ohio State, basically, you know, at least once every couple of years, or at least in the Big Ten championship game, as long as it exists. I mean, I would think he'd want to come home, but I mean, everybody in this chat knows pettiness is a hell of a motivator. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I guess I always viewed Marcus Freeman as more of like the 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 guy who had something like something to stick against Ohio State. Than Luke. Yeah. I, I, like, I, don't I think, think Luke I don't left like on does. pretty good terms. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think, yeah. Um, I also I also think the people who were like hating on him and stuff like that, like one, he did not earn the right at that point to stay the head coach at Ohio State. Like, I think he he would even say that, like, there's not there's not a shot in hell that he thinks that he deserved the job over Urban Meyer. Like that. There's just no realm of reality where that's true. And I don't think he's an idiot. And I also don't think that Ohio State fans like. I think they've realized that the way that he exited and the way that he like proved himself afterwards, like it's, it's different. I, I think, I think you're right. Like, I think Freeman is a guy that I would, I, he's never coming to Ohio state. Like you can, you can write yeah. that off. Like that's not a guy who would ever say yes to Ohio state, but. And also why would we wouldn't want to hire him too? No, yeah. no, not at all. Not at all. Go home. Be a family man, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Western Ohio is calling you brother. Yeah. Come back to the plains. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk all a lot about this in the future, but uh, yeah, all, all I think, in all, what go for it. I was say I think maybe what we're gonna do. I'm just planning this with you guys live on air. Is I'm sure we're gonna do a couple preview shows closer too. Maybe we get some. I have some Georgia guys we can get out. I'm sure you guys know some too. We can get some Georgia dudes on here, but uh, we can also maybe do a Q and A show at some point here. Just kind of wrap up the regular season for Ohio State. Uh, if people are interested in doing that, we can post a Q and A thread on the board and. Fill some yeah. content coming up soon. Yep. That's cool. That's cool with me. But we will uh we'll be back. We'll be here. Um, but we just wanted to get some immediate thoughts out there on on the big news. Ohio State backing in like a semi truck. So uh here we are. And I'm I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it. And I think that there's a you know, you want to roll the dice in these games. Even if even if Georgia might be the better team and most people are gonna pick Georgia, or whatever, they're gonna be favored. Like I'm glad to be here, glad to roll the dice. Maybe something mm-hmm. fun happens. Yep, agreed. One hundred. You, you, you want to get us out of here? Go Bucks! Michigan sucks, and help is on the way.